Welcome to the Magpod and the latest episode in our series, Susie Goes Solo with Suzanne Wharton. What would we say it's all about? It's about how you got over your it's, your broken heart. It's, yes, it's travelling the Europe to mend a broken heart. I find myself. It sounds really, you know, very new age, kind <laughs> of put a postcard or a Pinterest quote, but yes... <laughs> Exploring Europe to find myself again. Excellent. And this episode, we will be exploring... Berlin. Berlin. Beautiful Berlin. And do you know what? Berlin, I don't even know why I'd really written it down because it was never somewhere I'd wanted to go. I have a wonderful friend, Megan, who I knew from London, and she is the most fantastic young German woman. I, her sense of humour, her I just love her. And I'd always wanted to go to Germany, but... Berlin wasn't exactly where I'd always planned to go, but I think I just thought Germany, Berlin, it got written down. So I was excited it was on the list, but I'll be completely honest, it was the city I was the least excited to go to. It was also the first trip of this year, so... All the other trips we'd done, four up until then, so Barcelona, Lisbon, Amsterdam and Stockholm had all gone under the belt. Berlin was the first trip of this year in this decade. So I thought, what better way to start a new year and a new decade than the city of reinvention, Berlin. So that's why it was first on the list. So got there, second week of the year, newly unemployed, based back on the Isle of Wight for a little bit and... I think Berlin just really took me aback because I didn't expect to like it that much. It's a very cool place. It's an incredibly cool place. Mm. And do you know what? It's the friendliest city of anywhere I've been to, which also really shocked me. From the minute I got to the hostel, the team there were fantastic. Everyone I encountered was incredibly friendly and welcoming. And I did not expect that. Mm. You know, I, I think you kind of almost think with a, a German that they're a little bit standoffish or they're quite blunt. But it really was the city I felt the most comfortable in. Mm. You know, I think kind of growing up in the UK, when you think of Germany, you obviously think of, of the historical references and, and the war and what that means. And I wasn't sure how much of that they would be honest about or what would be there. But I think it's... It's such a city with such a mixed history, but it's so open. It's this is what happened. We're not going to hide it. We're not going to wash over it. And you can see how fractured the city was and, and remains. And you go from these, these beautiful modern architecture buildings. I mean, the architecture is incredible to a piece of the Berlin Wall that's still there. They don't hide anything. And it's, mm. I think they've really grown to build this new vibrant city around this old broken one with such honesty and upfrontness. And I didn't realise until, actually the open top bus driver explained to me that one of the reasons why Germany and Berlin especially is so welcoming because they've taken more immigrants and refugees than any other European country, Germany. But Berlin its population is still lower than it was pre-war now. So they need people to move there because the population is still so low. So 
it's such a mix of people and you really see that it's very arty which i didn't expect really 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 so arty i went to some of the most amazing art galleries of this modern stuff and amazing music scene in berlin oh my goodness do you think just a quick question do you think if you don't like art you wouldn't like it because my brother went and they found it quite an austere place to go but then they're not art lovers do you know it's it's, they just wanted to get pissed though didn't they well (laughs) maybe the thing about Germany is the the clubs are literally open 24 7 so you can be walking around at 10 a.m and you can see someone that's just literally come out and it's not somewhere if you want to go out in the evening that you go for a meal and you go to a bar afterwards they go home and sleep until one in the morning and then they go out oh no i'm too old for all that I am far too old for this. (laughs) So I think, and also I'm there in the middle of January. It is the greatest city I've ever seen. (laughs) Like, I think they went in February and that was their comment as well. It's a very grey city. Not just for the weather point of view, Mm. because I think it rained majority of the time I was there. But the building, it's a very oppressive looking feeling in that sense that especially when it's raining it's it looks dull but if you look past everything else i think it's fantastic and the food i've never eaten so much sausage in my life (laughs) not a euphemism i'm assuming no do you know and it was it was quite funny because i'd said to my mum before i was going she you know she'd i think because i'd been living with her and my dad for the week leading up to this trip um, and it was the longest I'd spent with them in a while she had said to me I really see the difference in what the trips are doing you're getting your confidence back and I can see so much of your old self in you your sparkle back a bit and she'd said to me you know maybe you'll meet a man in Berlin you never know and I was like oh mum don't be daft I'm not looking you know this is not what these trips are about and I kept joking with her because they they have this main delicacy which is to slice sausage in like this curry sauce which sounds disgusting it's it's curry versed isn't it curry versed curry versed curry versed but you only get like one sausage sliced up so one portion wasn't enough for me i'd always double do a double <laughs> hit but it's really tasty it's not too spicy but there's like a half an hour delay on how strong the curry sauce is so i had a bit a, like the padron peppers from a Spain. little bit i had a really <laughs> funny tummy the most time i was there but I, I didn't put two and two together but i kept joking with my mum you're right i found some sausage in berlin <laughs> and i kept sending her pictures and then the second morning i got up so the hostel i stayed in because it was so off season um i upgraded oh so oh. i had a private room which was basically a cupboard with a window <laughs> so it was this really long little hallway that had a coat rack and a mirror that led this single bed shoved in this next to this window with a radiator and a chair and it was like luxury because it was <laughs> mine and i was like ah, i think it cost me 18 euros a night perfect completely perfect but i still shared a bathroom so i didn't really see anyone else in the hostel um i probably bumped into one person on the stairs so i wasn't aware there was anyone around me so the following morning i'd I'd got up i'd had my shower in the communal bathroom and i'd gone back into my room got dressed and i was i was quite excited because it was dry outside and (laughs) i thought i'd just nip into the bathroom brush my teeth and i'll be off so went back into the bathroom and the main door was open and all I could see was this bottom 
What, a naked bottom? A naked bottom. And I'm thinking, what the hell? And there's this man unconscious on the floor. Unlucky, unlucky. I don't know how you look at it, but he was front down. So you only saw the ass. And he had a black shirt on and he was gone. And I kicked him with my foot a little bit. No movement. And you could see he was breathing something like he's not in any kind of like dire. He hasn't cracked his head open. He's still semi-naked and I can't get and brush my teeth. So I went down to reception and there was this amazing girl on reception. She was brilliant, Cathay. And I said, Cathay, will you come upstairs? There is something funny I need to show you. And she immediately said, this isn't going to be funny, is it? I said, it depends how you feel this morning. But it's easier to show you than explain to you. So she came upstairs and, and bearing in mind, this is like 8.45 on a Saturday morning. <laughs> we just stood there and I went, I found him. And she was laughing. She said, he went to Bergheim last night, which if any young person, it's, it's like the best nightclub in a notorious place in Berlin. She said, he literally got in half an hour ago and he said he was going straight to bed. He's a really, really sweet guy. Um, I said, regardless, he's half naked, he's unconscious, I need to brush my teeth. So she then proceeds to bend down and try and talk to him. He just giggles and goes back to sleep. <coughs> so she's pinching his bottom, going, come on, come He then goes to roll over. We Whoa. see everything. Oh, la la. Nice. Oh, bless him. So I did see sausage <laughs> in Berlin. <laughs> It wasn't as impressive as the curry-covered ones, I'll tell you that much. So um, my mum half got her wish. We tried... He wasn't waking up. It wasn't happening. So in the end, I said to Kat, I'm going to leave you to it. She gave me the keys to another bathroom. I brushed my teeth. I got the hell out. And I had a wonderful day. It didn't rain. I saw so much of the city. And, and as I said, it's such a varied mix of new and old and... I think there's something for everyone in Berlin. There really is. And it's very green. And it's the one city that I'm determined to go back to in the summer mm. because there's so much open space and little markets and things that I didn't get to see or enjoy. And I was in a bar probably about seven o'clock that evening and I was just having a little cheeky beer and a bite to eat. And I got a message from Catho saying it took me 45 minutes to get him up and in bed I've seen things I will never forget (laughs) thank you so much she said he's literally just left the hostel he is so mortified and embarrassed and I've told him if he sees you he owes you big time because you literally saved his ass I would would have possibly got a cheeky photo of that and put it on Instagram (laughs) look what I I came so so close (laughs) do you do you help or do you photograph it? but this isn't like it was yeah it was you know i want to help the guy but at the same time i'd have just stood on him and brushed my teeth frankly but you yeah. know very sweet obviously was he actually blocking the doorway yeah he was just literally on oh. the floor in 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 front of the doorway <laughs> i think it was also, i hadn't seen a naked man in so long it was a shock <laughs> it was you know it's like it was just literally ass up there you couldn't avoid it and I've still got the email from Cathy because it just made me laugh so much but it was that this would only happen to me in Berlin but I I really did love that trip and there was a a lovely little shopping centre just around the corner from me where I'd I'd get my morning coffee and and I think by that point I was really in the flow of doing these trips and travelling Berlin is is the cheapest city that I went to by far the public transport is the most efficient which 
Of being hardly you surprising. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing about that trip is the most expensive leg of my trip there and back, bearing in mind at this point, I'm not even living in London anymore. I'm back on the Isle of Wight with my Stansted Express when I landed and it was £28. And when I got back, it wasn't even running. Oh. That I was literally oh, stood yeah. there. And I said to the guy, I've been in Germany for four days. Do you know how much I paid for my rail travel there? And this isn't even working. Um, and he was like, please, I know about German. Just, I don't, they're wonderful, we're stupid. But <laughs> being there really made me realise how much I resent paying for what mm. I pay for. And, and the fact that I pay four times as much and it's half as efficient. Mm. It really, and I was like, I've become that person, that traveller now that I'm going to compare this. Mm. But You can't help it though. You really can't. There really is a comparison. But I think Germany, Germany was the city that snuck up on me. It really was. And I, I had such a love for the people there. And it's very hard to see it all in, in one go because it's very spread out and it's there are different kind of neighbourhoods and elements and they're very different as well um, so it was it was quite spaced out and stretched so it, it's one that I'm definitely going to return to and I will be staying at the same hostel again because um, I loved it hopefully not with the same room. naked man no we do need um, one uh, little comparison with the McDonald's so the McDonald's there now the sausages were so good I didn't hit the McDonald's until the last day because I think I was down to my last 10 euros and it was it was yeah. a McDonald's of desperation it was good it wasn't the best I'm not going to lie actually the best McDonald's in Europe I had was Lisbon I had a brie burger Ooh. that had caramelised onion chutney. They didn't give you a can of Estrella, they gave you a pint. Oh. And it was only 6.50 euros. How have we not got this together in this I country? do not understand. There how, is, how have we not managed this As far as guilty pleasures go, there is something so satisfying about a McDonald's with a beer. Yeah. I don't know whether <laughs> it's it like just, all your guilty pleasures in one it place. It really is. If I'd had my iPad with Netflix on the table with me, I would have <laughs> been in <laughs> But no, I think in, in Berlin, because they do have different burgers in every city, so I never have like the standard. You've got to go for the local. Oh. But I also found that I would often stop in a McDonald's for a, for a coffee and Dunkin' Donuts, which I love in America. It's all over Europe. And 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven saved my life so many times mm. because their coffee is just a euro. Yeah. Mm. And, and it's amazing when you're out and about that if you're walking so much, I, I've never drunk so much coffee in my life than doing these trips because sometimes you just need to stop. And there aren't places to sit anywhere. I think that's the one thing I think in, in the UK we do really well because we have a bench everywhere or somewhere to sit. Mm. They, I don't know what they do, but they... <laughs> I I would literally get to the point where I felt like I needed a hip replacement and I would see him at McDonald's and be like, oh, pound coffee, because I was spending a fortune yeah. on five years just to sit down somewhere mm. and, and have a coffee. Yeah, Ryanair and McDonald's, huge fans. Excellent. <laughs> Says terrible Spots things about me, doesn't it? I'm a classy girl. Well, but there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with that I'm not at ashamed. All. No, excellent. And let's leave it there for this episode. And where are you taking us for our final episode in this series the final episode so it, it was a bit of a big hit in one italy five cities two weeks yeah italy. <laughs> hold on to your horses people we'll be back